Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Money talks, always has. And as of the Supreme Court's ruling today, it is going to talk even louder come election time. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Elance, where businesses can connect with programmers, designers, marketers, and other independent professionals to get jobs done. You can build a team online at elance.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It is Thursday, today, the 21st of January, and it is good to have you with us. For years, one of the underlying principles of campaign finance law in this country has been that in politics, money is speech, which means there are some pretty strong First Amendment protections about who gets to spend how much on political campaigns. Those protections got a whole lot stronger today with the Supreme Court's ruling in a case called Citizens United versus Federal Election Commission. In a five to four decision, the justices pretty much abolished limits on corporate spending in national political races. From Washington, Brett Neely starts us off. Until today, companies and labor unions could not spend their own money for or against a political candidate. They were limited to passing on contributions from their employees or members. They also could not air issue ads close to elections. The conservative court majority threw out those restrictions on free speech grounds. Companies and unions can now spend as much cash as they want to support or oppose a candidate through advertising. But the court kept an existing ban on direct contributions to candidates' campaigns. Today's decision centered on Citizens United, a small conservative advocacy group. It aired an anti-Hillary Clinton documentary in 2008, financed by corporate donors. On the steps of the Supreme Court this morning, Citizens United head David Bossie was ecstatic. Uh, whether you're an individual, whether you're a corporation uh, or a union, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, you can now participate fully and freely in the election process. In a written statement this afternoon, President Obama said the court's decision further drowns out the voices of average Americans in politics. In Washington, I'm Brett Neely for Marketplace. This ruling would have been a big deal whenever it came down, but coming as it did during the same week as that big Senate election in Massachusetts and in the run-up to this fall's congressional races, well, the possibilities are pretty much endless. Dahlia Lithwick covers the Supreme Court for Slate.com. Dahlia, good to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Look forward for me to the uh, 2010 midterm elections here. We've got 10 months to go, plus or minus. Does this decision today mean that we're going to have banks and healthcare companies and labor unions out there just spending money willy-nilly? I suspect as much. Uh, I think that pretty much everybody agrees this is going to, the word you're going to hear a lot today is open the floodgates uh, of corporate spending and that that will by and large uh, benefit the Republicans more than the Democrats. Unions also, though, get to spend, right? Yes, they do get to spend, although uh, Lyle Denniston at SCOTUS blog just pointed out today that it's not clear that they're quite as free as corporations to spend as much as they want. Yeah, as with most of this, it's all going to be sort of developed as we go on in, in the politics of this, right? 
I think that's true. What we heard a lot of today was the good government groups and the campaign finance reform group saying this is the beginning of the end, the sky is falling. Democracy 21, uh, one of those groups, issued a statement saying, quote, during 2008 alone, ExxonMobil generated profits of $45 billion with a diversion of even 2% of those profits to the political process. This one company could have outspent both presidential candidates and fundamentally changed the dynamic of the 2008 election. On the other end of the spectrum, you're getting groups who have really uh, supported the notion of giving corporate speech a certain amount of constitutional personhood, saying, no, no, this isn't going to open any floodgates. Uh, what the lawyer for Citizens United in this case, Ted Olson, said, quote, the vast majority of corporations are either nonprofit advocacy groups like Citizens United themselves or just small businesses. And this is going to really, he said, quote, enable them to band together to counterbalance the political speech of the rich. For all uh, of what you just said on either side of this discussion, there is a chance that it might increase transparency. I mean, we've had these 527 groups over the past uh, five or six years w without really knowing a lot about their donors. Now we're going to have these companies. They're going to have to declare. It, could that be a positive? Well, the one thing that the court agreed on today uh, was that the disclosure provisions of the campaign.